Last time on Forever GM Presents Perilous, we were introduced to our characters. Crocuda, a stubborn tactician who operates on instinct. Rook, an aloof explorer who resides in shadow. And Millie, a happy-go-lucky hero who values friendship and community above anything else. The three of them, while patrolling the roads outside of the city of Ironfell, found a young boy named Ian standing outside the entrance to an ancient dungeon. He told them that his mother had been inside for days and that he had come looking for her because it's her birthday. After some deliberation, they decided to help the boy find his mother and are now descending into the long unexplored dungeon, unsure of what they could encounter. The walls of this tunnel as you enter, it's pretty short. The tunnel's maybe five feet tall, right? It's like, I don't know how tall each of you are. Maybe you have to duck to get in here. Maybe it's like right above your head. Millie's like five two at best. Yeah, so you're like, the tunnel is like almost like you can feel it kind of just touching the, the tips of your hair, you mm-hmm. know, as you, as you go through. My one little hair curl. <laughs> yes, it's so good. And it looks like incredibly well made, right? The walls and the floor are all like fitted stone that is really nicely sanded down like bright white stone too and it's like looks surprisingly nicely made most of the dungeons around have kind of a a a more haphazard entrance and eventually become nice inside uh this looks unique and particularly strange as you continue to kind of descend into this shaft uh the smooth walls of fitted stone eventually give way to bookshelves lining the walls of the hallway extending as far as you can see into into the darkness well millie's charged in and she's crying oh no she's charging <laughs> she's crying well well is she is she gonna like reach that point where she's sort of out of cry hate energy and just kind of <laughs> collapses at some point yeah or is she just full steam oh gosh she's probably gonna be able to run for like at least a minute <laughs> and then she can trip over Nothing. Not even a rock. There's nothing just, just there. Trip. She's going to trip over nothing and she's going to bark her knees and then she's going to like look up and be like, oh my goodness, where am I? Where, where <laughs> so am I? I'm, I'm going to think, I'm going to go ahead and say that Rook's, uh, Rook's running mostly threat assessment software, not pattern recognition software. <laughs> so Rook is uh, not going to notice the endlessness of the hallway for a while, as long as it remains, mm-hmm. you know, innocuous. Yeah, I don't think I care about that either. Actually, I'm doing a lot. Oh of, no, like, I was counting on you. <laughs> nope. Uh, whenever, whenever Rook like turns one direction, I'm like turning the other direction with my gun so that we're going back to back, and so we're like moving around very like slowly and tactically. Oh, I also decided that I have like a like a Full Metal Alchemist style military great. Oh yes, uh, yes, it's so cool. But it's it's also designed so that I can move around quadrupedally with it, obviously. And I think it's maybe it's black with like very dark sort of bronze coppery accents. Ooh, I love so that. So it's it's still kind of stealth. I love that. Okay, well the good news is that the hallway is not endless. 
It's just really oh, long. We would have we would have okay. just been forever. Just for, yeah. yeah, we'll just it's, walk. Forever. It would have taken. Yeah, we would have gotten really tired, and and Rook's just like, all right, we camp here. I think it's been six days. <laughs> Where's Millie? <laughs> I, I don't know. Could be anywhere. Could be anywhere at this point. So I assume the two of you pick Millie up and and get her walking again with you, and you you continue walking for. Oh, goodness, it feels like maybe 30 minutes uh, before you can see a light ahead of you. Uh, as you grow a little bit closer, you can see that the hallway opens up into a pretty large round room, maybe 25, 30 feet from one end to another. Uh, it's framed on all sides by towering bookshelves that reach up to the high ceilings. Around the room, there are a few troughs that are kind of low to the ground. One is filled with what looks like grain another is filled with what looks like grass and a third is filled with what looks like maybe minced pumpkin or some sort of squash uh, on the opposite end of the room there's a set of double doors it looks to be made entirely of solid gold where there might be a door handle or a keyhole instead there's an indentation about the size and shape of a chicken egg what are your first thoughts upon entering this room? My first thought when you were describing those vats, I was like, do they make beer in this library? <laughs> pumpkin beer? <laughs> we got true. grain. We got some kind of grass. We got mashed pumpkin. What are we making here? Yeah, yeah. it's weird. They're in tr more like troughs, almost if like it's like like to feed an animal. Mm -hmm. But the room is completely pristine and entirely clean. It doesn't look like there's ever been an animal inside this room. Yeah, also, it's, you know, it's a library. Come it's on. also a library, yes. Livestock in the library, come on. That's great. <laughs> You've never worked in a public library. <laughs> ah, true. So, let me ask you this. Of the three of you, who would be probably the most well-versed in stories or fairy tales? Zero percent. <laughs> All of the all of the stories in my country are like very Cardassian. Ooh, yeah. They're like, oh, this is a story about like the person who committed treason against the government and how they were justly punished and executed. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, this is a story about the joys of conformity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, so not Crocuda. I think Rook knows a fair deal about about those kinds of things, but they're very like Grimm's or or like Russian folk tales where everything is just has this horrible <laughs> ending. It's like, oh yeah. In that case, I think you'd probably you'd probably be the one to recognize here. So you see this kind of double doors that seem to be made of solid gold, and they have this indentation about the size of a chicken egg. And you're reminded of a kind of old sort of fairy tale of a great king named King Dane. Uh, it is said that he was in love with gold. So much so that the doors to his chambers were made entirely out of solid gold. And it's said that he loved gold so much that he even commissioned all of the land's most brilliant mages and wizards to spend all of their time to create a chicken that laid golden eggs. It took them years and years to figure it out, and eventually they did. But by the time they did, he had spent so much of the kingdom's resources and wealth on it that he had doomed all of his people, and they all starved and died, and so did he. 
I am, <laughs> I'm telling that story in my very usual patter. And I get to that part. Like it's, and, and then I feel expectant. Like it's a punchline. <laughs> there's like no response. Right. So I'm just like, get, yeah, get it. I've, I've gone back and I'm like trying to like wedge some like pieces of wood, like <laughs> in the entrance to this room, like in case a uh, secret door slams down, like in Zelda. Yeah. 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 That's awful. Why would he do that? You have to take care of people. That's uh, the moral of the story is that rulers are cruel and must be deposed. <laughs> um, I don't know if that's always true. Yeah, that sounds a little bit seditious to me. Aye, that's the point. We went through a, a history, my people, where we overthrew every ruler. What was it? A hundred rulers in a hundred years. Blood in the streets. Sounds like a terrible way to run a country. You should just have one empress like we do, and then she governs everyone, and it works forever. Oh, I we have that now. <laughs> but for now. Or you could all just share your hopes and dreams at a monthly meeting with candy and treats. At <laughs> a monthly meeting. Hmm. Monthly meeting. Yeah, you just get together and everyone talks about things they think they should do and then you vote on them and then so she's vote. <laughs> she's from an anarcho-syndicalist commune. Yeah. <laughs> what is voting? Krokuda and Rook both just look at you confused. Like they know the word, Rook? but it's like what? And then whatever you need done, you just get the youngest person in the village to do it. <laughs> So it's always you. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I flick out my knife and I'm just kind of like not violently stabbing into the troughs, but I am kind of sifting through it with them or with through them with it. Uh, oh, real quick. How does how does edge work? Do we start with any? Edge? You don't start with any edge. Every time that you roll a 15 or higher, you gain mm-hmm. one point of edge. Mm. Yeah. So you can get like a nice. big old pool. So you can get a big pool of edge. Um, Anytime that you take a short rest to get rid of your minor wounds, you lose all of your edge. Nice. Uh, so I'm going to say, all right, look, the, the important part of this uh, puzzle or trial or whatever dumb stuff this is, is that eventually that door is going to open and there's going to be like a giant evil goose on the other side of it. <laughs> and we're going to have to kill it. So you promise I'm going to lay this out all back into the hallway. You two move around to the sides and then flank it as it comes in towards me. I'll continue retreating down the hallway, playing down suppressing, and I like lay out a little tactical plan. Uh, because now, if a battle does happen, we'll all gain some edge. Yeah, don't yeah, don't we need an egg to get into the door? Why would there be a chicken behind the egg? the door have you uh, why don't why don't we just hit the door with a hammer i mean if we mm. look if we had like a proper unit here we could call in like a cannon Ooh, to sappers, shoot the door, yeah. and that would save us a lot of time but uh millie hit it as hard as you can let's see what happens just hit it like with the oh, big yeah yeah, yeah and i'll step that. aside <laughs> out of the way okay the power of uh friendship uh you got it kid you you got this and once <laughs> millie's kind of like uh in front of me towards the door i turn back to to Krokuda and i'm just like this isn't going to work you know that right we got to look for that egg <laughs> got to try it i don't know just see what happens i've i've seen millie do some crazy stuff so okay so um yeah, so Millie's going to try to smash, <laughs> I don't know, like through the door with her hammer. I love it. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. you 
lift up your hammer, come close to this door, and just bring it down as hard as you can. And it smacks into this door, and you just hear like a kind of like ding, just like ring out through the entire room. Uh, your hammer bounces right off of it, and your whole body is just like vibrating with the sheer force of how hard you hit it. Um, and I think that you guys kind of see the door and Millie both vibrating a little bit. And then you feel the room start to shake a little bit and you see all of the books on all of the shelves around you start to vibrate as well. And they, they like start to come off the shelves a little bit. uh, But all of the pages just start flying out of the books. There's this kind of huge tornado of just like, book pages around you and then they start to kind of conglomerate in like a cloud on the bottom of the room maybe about like knee high and then they start to come together and fold themselves until there are about two or three dozen origami looking chickens standing in this room and they just start kind of Plucking a Are bow. they chicken-sized chickens? They're right? chicken-sized chickens made of paper. And they're walking okay. about, and you hear a little everywhere. Oh! I admit that was not what I expected to happen there. Uh. They're so cute! Millie will, like, put her little finger out because they're cute. Careful, Millie, they're careful. Just, they're so cute. Yeah, one of the chickens walks up and, like, pecks your finger a little bit. And it's, that touch it, it's Millie. pretty cute. Pe- let it peck you. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if you should. Can she pick it up and then hug it and turn to them big smiles? I think you pick it up and start to hug it and you feel the paper, like, crinkling a little bit. And the chicken's like, <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> That's terrible. Good. I'm so They're sorry, vulnerable. Mr. Chicken. And she puts it down. I I believe the f- the chickens are female, right? Looks like it. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I, don't, know, I don't know if you'd know, but sure. Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, they lay eggs, right? This. <laughs> None of them have laid any eggs yet. Well, chickens, chickens doesn't have a comb. Um. Should That's I true. hit the door again? Well, maybe. No, 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 no. Let's try feeding them. Oh. Okay, I didn't know maybe it would scare them and the eggs would come out. Oh, it did make a loud noise. Well, mm-hmm. but we I feel like we them. should try to feed them. As it seems weird, but we could try. They're paper, though. They're really crinkly. Don't touch them or hold them anyway. So, uh, so what are we feeding these chickens? So, what is the order? The you said the order is grain grass and then mashed yeah squashy looks like, yeah stuff. it looks like maybe pumpkin or squash something like that give it have some pumpkin get into the holidays <laughs> okay i mean it's sort of orangey yeah you know, yeah like gold. i think that uh you kind of give you hold out your hand with some of the pumpkin in it and one of the chickens comes up and starts like pecking it out of your hand and walks away and and a short while later you see it kind of squat down and it plops out an egg and the egg is oh. like bright, 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 bright orange. Hmm. What color is the grass? Green. Oh, it's green grass. <gasps> is it a pumpkin egg? And I think maybe you see one of the chickens kind of walk up to the trough of grass and start pluck plucking around in it. Eats a little bit of grass. Right. A few minutes later, plops da- plops out a uh, a green egg. A green egg. Yeah. Okay. And the the grain is just sort of. You know, brown, light brown. I think the chickens that are eating the grain are just making regular looking chicken eggs. 
Sort of Ooh, like brown eggs, okay. you know? Yeah, all right. Do they, do they have to eat all of them? Yeah, um, some mixture of them, maybe. Either that or this is all a distraction. I mean... I start climbing the bookshelf. <laughs> <laughs> you know these dungeons have their own logic and whatnot. That's why people get stuck in here for years. It's because they pay attention to the dumb little puzzles. We could, it might, there, there might just be a hidden door behind this bookcase. Oh. <laughs> so what are you doing, Crocuda? Why do you think this the, this mom has been stuck in here for three days because she's reading all the books? <laughs> um, they distract you. I think she would have said something. That was a really loud gong. Mm, point. Yep, good point. All right. M- Millie will get a handful of the grain and a handful of the pumpkin and mush it together and then get some of the grass and mush it and then, like, hold the gross thing in our hand out to a chicken. <laughs> One of the chickens does come up and starts plucking at it, and a couple minutes later squats down and lays an egg that is just like a weird sort of sort of swirl of colors. The the brown of a chicken mm. egg and the orange of pumpkin and the green of grass all just kind of swirled together. I don't know why I thought that would hmm. work. Uh, I, check, I just take another look at all the books around. Uh, are there any are there any with like gold inlay like covers or anything or <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm looking at the books on the top shelf. <laughs> <laughs> I think that Rook, you actually see a book up on one of the top shelves, probably not far from where Krakuda is, that yeah, it does look like it has like like gold sort of trim all around it. Hmm. Okay. Uh I'll I'll sort of Try to climb up that. Uh, I guess I could roll. Hey, I'm climbing here. What are you doing? Well, I need I need to climb this, is my this spot. What well, you can keep that spot. I need this spot. This, well, okay. Or you could just hand me case. just hand me that book. Oh, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Here you go. <laughs> I drop drop the book down to you. Uh, take a look at it and maybe flip through the pages real quick. Yeah, I think taking a closer look at it. Uh, so something you notice, because uh, this is the first time you've actually taken one of these books and read it. Uh, you have absolutely no idea what language this is written in. There are oh, diagrams boy. and runes and things written in oh, some sort of ancient language that you've just never seen. However, great. One thing you do notice about the book, not only is there gold trim all around it, there is also like, you know, one of those little ribbon bookmarks that is kind of built into some books and that seems to be mm. gold as well. And also like the pages have a little like gold trim around them. Mm. Okay. So we have to do we have to make that book turn into a chicken? That's really hit the hit the book with your I'm, hammer. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, uh, okay. What was that? I can't hear you. You're so high up. Millie has no idea what you're saying. <laughs> I can't shout. It's tactically disadvantageous. So I approach the the golden doors and I just sort of have the book out and open. And I guess I'll like knock with the handle of my sword against the, the door to see if I can make a ding dong, no- you know, like the gong noise. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See if that does anything to the pages of the book I'm holding. It makes a smaller gong noise you know you hit it oh, yeah, and it kind of looks like ding um and you hear it kind of vibrating through the room a little bit uh but nothing seems to happen hmm well another possibility i'll uh <laughs> 
I'll cut the the um, place marker, the the uh, bookmark mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. out of it, the gold bookmark, and I'll just sort of like ball it up in my hand and walk over to one of the pigeons, <laughs> er, the, the chickens, and hold it out and see if they'll like try to eat it. <laughs> uh, one of the chickens kind of walks over and starts pecking at it a little bit, yeah. and then like takes it and starts looking like it's trying to eat it and like chokes on it a little bit because it's a whole ass bookmark <laughs> like <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, eventually gets it down though eventually does oh wow does choke this thing down noodles it down and, well chickens <laughs> made of paper so yeah chickens, it's not, it's chickens are crazy extremely and just starts kind of balking around a little bit and then a couple minutes later squats down and lays a shining golden egg Oh, I just point at it and I make that noise. <laughs> I dive on it like it's a grenade and roll and come up with it. Millie was like gonna reach down and then you do. She's like, oh, I just whoop right in front of you. <laughs> hey, I'm hey, I'm rich. I can buy a country now. <laughs> or you can what? open a door. You have to open the door. I'm the, I'm the new empress. All right. Okay. All right. Do you it. think a fist-sized lump of gold can buy you an empire? Well, it worked for that other guy. Uh, lost him his empire, actually. <laughs> Did they all die? Oh, they all. Die. I wasn't really listening. Yeah, it was the story. other. Is the other way around. We could try to take the doors off the hinges. That would help. That's a lot more gold. Yeah. Oh, that, that Millie. This is why I keep you around. You're a certified genius. Oh no! No wonder <gasps> you run your entire village. <laughs> that was oh, amazing. Oh, I, don't, I don't run my entire village. No. I clap. I clap you on the back. <laughs> I'm so glad I could help. Okay. Uh, I I just wanted to get the egg in case it disappeared. What do I throw it at the door? No, don't throw it. Don't throw it. <laughs> We're both just like hands up. No, 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 no. no. I'm like oh, leaning back. Like to I'll just it. gently pluck it out of your hand and walk towards the door and just kind of try to place it in one of the sockets. That's fair. I'll cover you. Okay. I take cover behind some chickens. Thank you. Terrible cover. <laughs> Paper chickens. Yes. They're just bock bocking around. No one will know I'm here. Just a gun poking out of a pile of chickens. <laughs> you like pile them around you. <laughs> the perfect camouflage. So you take this egg over to the door and kind of touch it to the indent in the door that is exactly shaped like it. And something kind of strange starts to happen. The egg and the door itself begin to feel extremely cold. The two sides of the door like begin to very slowly push open. And as they do, there's like a little bit of frost that kind of appears on them. And from between them, you can ice see goose. giant ice goose. <laughs> Why would it be a goose? Why would it be a I don't know, but I love it. And from between them, you can see just like a bright, bright light. And moments later, you feel an intense cold of just like wind whipping into the room. And then you feel kind of the tinge of like bitter, bitter cold snowflakes that just like touch your cheeks. And you realize that like wind is whipping into the room with like little bits of snow in it. And as the door opens a little bit more, you can see through it and it appears like there's a tundra just kind of stretched as far as the eye can see in every direction on the other side of this door. Was there perhaps a large pile of snow and then it opens and then there's a pause and then it falls forward. <laughs> it floops in. <laughs> and Millie gets buried. Yes, I'm going to say that's exactly what happens actually. This is why I never open the doors. And 
yeah, you can see in front of you, there just seems to be like a completely endless expanse of snowy tundra. Millie pops out. This is weird. I admit I was wrong about the giant uh, goose. Hmm. That's on me. There can be snow geese. It could be a snow goose. There can. Millie's got a point. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to need to here. And I start grabbing uh, origami chickens and like stuffing them into my coat. <laughs> no! <laughs> we need to bulk up for warmth. No, you should leave the chickens alone. I mean, they're completely, they're, they're... completely helpless to stop this from happening. They just are like. <laughs> <laughs> no, just like waving the hands. Like, please just, just stop. It. Okay. No. Uh, it's all right. Uh, there. I'm. Well, no, that's going to kill them, isn't it? I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean, once <laughs> once you sufficiently crumple them up, uh, they stop squawking. Oh, 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 no, that's so sad. <laughs> I sort of, I, for the first time, I look a little bit guilty, and I'm, like, looking at, like, the big bulges in my Just, coat. They died so we could live. No, you, you <laughs> the other books, the ones that aren't alive. Millie, Millie, it's what? too late. I just no. put my hands no. on your no. shoulder. It's too late, no. Millie. <laughs> You know it's not, you know that as long as you believe in yourself, you can do anything, including return someone from the dead. Don't. Which is literally Don't. a feat I have. Don't. We can, we can bring them back. Yo. I pull, I pull out just a horrible, like, mangled, unrecognizable wad of paper. It's unclear how many chickens it originally <laughs> oh, no. was. And I'm just like, uh... But okay, but what if you save that for like if I die or yeah. if Rook dies again? Uh, I'm, I'm Rook. You're like a you're some sort of vampire, right? I've just uh, been assuming that. No, no, I'm just like a person. They're definitely a vampire. Vampires always lie. They're a vampire. Anyway, let's <laughs> kind of start trudging into the into the snow. Okay. What are you doing? We have to prepare for this. This is a the tundra expedition. What do you think? This is what the grain is for. This is what the grain is for. Okay, help me. And I start. I start. uh, Shoveling a bunch of the a bunch of the like squash mash into like I like put a couple books together to make a little plate and start piling squash mash onto it. We're gonna starve out there. Are you kidding me? Did you not? Wait, Crow, this snacks? is repulsive. I, I I made everyone lunch boxes. Are, I need those rations. Those are my emergency rations. Oh. This is for what well, you it's gonna leave food on the ground here. I don't this that's not. Are food. you worried you're gonna lay an egg if you eat it? Actually, wait. Okay, you eat some of this first. We'll see if you lay an it's, egg. It's animal feed. It's a squash. Where I come from, you would be glad to have animal feed. Uh, well, this no. is the problem with non-scavenger species. You're so big. <laughs> Don't eat an origami chicken. Don't eat a squash. What I, are you even? You're waiting for a chef in I, the middle of this dungeon? You're waiting for the chef in the dungeon? In my city, they cut the the soup at the soup lines with sawdust. Uh, that sounds <laughs> terrible. I, I do not Makes you feed more people. Yeah, we're really on a spectrum here of you, uh, terrible sh- food ideas. <laughs> you shouldn't just eat raw grain. You can't process it. Oh, maybe you can't. No, no you, you really can't. We should continue into the tundra. Okay. Grab as much grain as you need, Krokuda. Definitely taking the squash. Maybe just the squash? You can't actually process the grain. There could be a mill in here. I- <laughs> <laughs> 
Be a villain. <laughs>